Hey guys, this is Emmanuel, and you're welcome to the Perspective Podcast. And I host this podcast alongside Josh, and Josh is right here. Hello, Emmanuel. How are you today? Well, I am good. It's been a wonderful week. Yeah. All right, guys. Today on the podcast, we're talking about mental health, and mental health has been um, a, a very um, um, a thing that has been in the news, in conversations and everywhere for some time now. There's been lots of talk about people's mental health, taking their mental health seriously and all of those conversations. So today on the podcast, we'd like to share our own two cents about mental health. So let's get right into it. Okay. Okay, so alright. So mental health. There's been lots of talks about mental health. So we're going to start with what mental health is. So what is mental health? According to the WHO, mental health is a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities and can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. And so in essence, mental health has to do with um, a person's cognitive, behavioral, and emotional well-being, and which affects the way we think, the way we feel, and behave and so that are, those are the things that constitute mental health so if any of those is lacking that means there's a problem there is a disorder there's a, an issue that is ongoing in that person's life and since we have the definition of what mental health is so let's look at things that affect someone's mental health josh all right uh, thank you Manu. and just like you said just now uh Mental is all about balance, like balance between your your emotional, your psychological life, as well as your physical life. Okay, so if you're able to balance up your day-to-day activity with how you think and how you you're mentally stable, okay, and how you you feel pressure and how you respond to it. If you don't feel overwhelmed, all of those things. These are one of the things, major things that actually constitute uh, the entirety of the mental health of a person. All right. So, talking about the factors that actually affect mental health, or those things that can lead to a very poor mental health, what could they be? One major thing would be abuse. Okay, abuse or trauma. All right. So this could be a childhood trauma, or even trauma as an adult. Okay, so it could be like an abuse from a close relative or from a complete stranger. That can really be a long way in the psychological status of the affected person, of the victim in this case. Take rape, for instance. So that can really mess up with the way the person sees the world, the way the person is around people. The person can just become paranoid. Or even have some permanent damage to the brain that can really, really affect the mental status of that person. So what about the other ones? Another good thing could be loneliness. And loneliness is a major one, all right? Uh, and that could happen to anyone too. Suppose you, somebody who lost all, all the family members, okay, let's say in an accident, and then the person is all alone, okay? Although the person might have four persons around, but you can't compare that to when the person was with the, uh, with the other family, okay? And being a no itself fosters depression. I mean, isolation fosters depression, which can make you lose interest in day-to-day activities and just literally mess up the entire of the mental status of that person another thing would be stigma I mean that is a huge one stigma so when people are stigmatized they they, they just feel neglected they just feel uh, they just feel like they do not belong to the society they just feel ostracized yeah they really feel ostracized and that 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 really uh, can be seen in the way they entire time it's just more like leading to a poor mental health in them another thing can be um, stress stress is one major thing so when you are stressed for a long period of time it wears you down okay messes up with your mental status what about depth all right depth 
have made people even let's say contemplate suicide and some even you know gone through that all right lose their life just suicide because they feel that they are in debt and they can't kind of refund or pay up or this kind of thing so that can really really uh affect uh what's it called the mental status of of the person uh, also drug abuse alcohol abuse and many other things too what we experience in our day-to-day activities as long as there is an imbalance to our main our marital physical social relationship with people you should expect that what we follow up is a, a, a derangement of our, our overall health which obviously includes our mental health too uh, which is even uh, an integral part of our health emmanuel what do you think Alright, so Josh has mentioned a lot of those things that may lead to um, problems with uh, mental health. I know for for a lot of people that have um, probably certain terminal diseases like cancer, like HIV, and any of those things, a lot of them tend to be depressed and they are stressed a lot by treatment regimens, by um, hospital visits, and they, a lot of time they end up being, have this feeling of loneliness and um, it affects their health, their mental health in a lot of in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, we've identified what mental health is: that emotional, cognitive well-being of a person. So, a person is not able to carry out day-to-day activities, so their mental health is affected. I know one thing. Another thing, again, is um, um, poverty and um, um, even um, even jobs. So, people are in jobs where they are highly stressed they do not even like the kind of jobs they are doing so constantly that's the only thing on their mind i mean when they get to their place of work they just want to leave like they can't wait to just go back to their houses and stuff so a lot of these things put pressure on our mental health so um so let's go into how serious then our mental issues i think this is a topic we should something we should talk about because we live in a society where mental health issues are not taken that seriously I mean, everybody is asked to man up and chin up and take all those things. And we don't even really get to talk about them. So we hear things like people suffering in silence, not being able to speak to people. And, you know, we don't have that culture of, oh, when we have issues, well, let us talk to probably professionals. Let us talk to people that can counsel and give advice on that. Josh, how seriously do you think we should take mental health issues? I, I, think, I, I, I think very seriously. I mean, like... We are first human before we are any other thing. <laughs> yeah, before we, let's say, we are a student or you're a worker at a place of work, the first thing you are is being human. And if, if you are not in your right state of mind, I think it will be very difficult to do anything effectively. And for the fact that our efficiency and effectiveness is directly tied to our mental status, I think that's one of the reasons why we should take it seriously. I mean, it should be, it should be at the hard point of our day-to-day activities, whether you're in a school, whether you're in a workplace or those things it should be one of those things that should be assessed point in point out because if people that are working there i mean the human resources that we are no robots right yeah. we have consciousness we have we have something that we can relate to we have emotions okay we could feel pain we could feel stressed robot maybe can get eaten and maybe stop working but they don't feel those things but the fact that we feel those things and they the obviously and directly affect how we actually now carry out physical and mechanical activities it issues that we should take it at our utmost level but unfortunately that's not what we see these days but what you see is that people just care about what you do 
not the state of mind that you are in when you do those things, right? Yeah. You just want to see the result. They don't want to even know your your, your mental status, or you even most times until you break down physically before people will take you seriously, right? And I don't think we don't. Uh, we should let it uh, get to that level that people have to, you know, uh, go through stress. All right, mental health, uh, like a, a huge drain in the mental health, and then which obviously then translates to physical breakdown. Before we now like, oh, let's give them a break. I think yeah. we should really, really assess everything, maybe as a student or whatsoever thing that is happening, and then make sure that's the art of everything we do before we even go on with uh, every other thing that we do as humans. And that's why I think uh, about taking mental health seriously. All right, so nice one, Josh. So one other aspect that I, I, I want to mention, you know, when I was talking with Josh about this thing, I was saying that um, in this country, we do not accept that a lot of things in the world are wrong, that there is so much chaos and disorderliness in the world. I don't know if it is Pioneer Motion that talks about how everything just scatters. Yeah. I mean, and I think there is what there's a theory in the chemistry of it that talked about how everything goes into this. Like if something is ordered, entropy. entropy, like the natural order of things is for it to get disordered. Yeah. And you know, for example, one of the things that cause mental health issues are genetic factors. Absolutely. And if we as a society don't accept that the world can be messed up, like the world can be terrible, and that there are random things that happen that is not anybody's fault. Yeah. I mean, people that have mental issues and they are attributed to demons, they are attributed to somebody from the village <laughs> attacking the person, and then the solution that they prefer is take the person to church, take the person, there's this baba in the village that will cast out all the demons in the person, and not get to the root of the problem that it is actually a genetic factor yeah. that person got from a member of the family. I mean, schizophrenia, for example, if a, a member of the family has it, it is likely that one of the offspring can later on develop that same thing. Yeah, another degenerative disease too. Another degenerative disease. So you see that some of these things are just natural, but the approach to them now matters, showing that we are not, we do not take them seriously. We are just trying to just find answers in what they are, where they are not. I, I, I think maybe that could be it too. And I just feel that the how trivial, like the reason why we even take it trivial is because we don't consider it as a trivial part of our life. Like maybe people, just, we, I think most of the attitude, maybe that's not what people think. The attitude is like it doesn't exist, so why do we make it so serious? Like yeah. it's a problem. And it is a problem. Yeah. I mean, for you to do something, you have to be in your right state of mind. Everything starts from the mind first. Yeah. If you don't just wake up and move out of your room you think about it first and sometimes you just feel like man i don't want to do anything to that people will be like what's wrong with you you know something like that making it seem like it's nothing it's no big day yeah. something like that and I, I i feel and couple with even what you said again i would like we're not attributing some other things if we really now want to take it serious now maybe we now have physical manifestation of it we're then trying to like instead of look at it and see what could be the issue i mean it could even be just ordinary neglect that has messed up somebody's life but then you can ask oh maybe it's the villager that you know have your time when you were young but now when you are old that now has your time you know something like that too yeah. i feel it was one of those problems attributed to yeah because i remember there was a time my mom called me that they were looking for a child and then the child ran away from home and then i could be thinking that why because i knew the, the child i was like yeah. ah, i know this boy very well now he's not like this I got to find out that his parents beat him for the slightest mistake. Like he could just look at them in a way and they would beat him up. Why? Right. That's, that's just how they decided to train their children in that way. 
and then later on when people start having like different kind of issues we then start explaining them with answers that are just not it yeah but see from a young the, the boy is about maybe at most is like 12 or 13 he's running away from his home at 12 or 13 and what is this child going to do when he's about 20 or 25 right like a, a lot is already going wrong already that is affecting his mental health in one way or the other because he's going to he's definitely that kind of child is not going to have a lot of confidence he's not going to have a lot of um of high self-esteem like self-esteem is going to be poor and he's going to expect that for the, anything he does he has to be punished for it exactly and so we are now did and you know how take with that it's not like a sec where when he now probably goes to school it's those kind of children that actually get beat at them that actually become bullies in their school because they're not they're not trying to like find a, a an outlet for their own anger at their parents absolutely or for they will even be angry at public society or humanity in a sense and then they become bullies in school and you know and then continue the cycle of affecting other people's mental health i mean someone that is so mental it's not even in a good state bullying other children and then they too they keep on continuing that that um that cycle. same trend as well all right so something else that we need to talk about is um acceptance and tolerance you know i've made mention of the fact that we are not accepting of the fact that a lot is wrong with the world that the world is not normal like he got in budget like <laughs> and they've always been like this you know our, our parents tend to say this a lot that oh in my generation things were not like this oh in my generation this were like this. i'm like and yeah mommy that like nah the, evi- the evidence or the fact that Ungan does not show that that is what is the case. The world has always been like this, and then we 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 tend to now um, build up this kind of um, belief system in our children that oh, this certain kind of people are bad people. Don't yeah. move close to them, or if I see you with them, that they will beat you. And then we now we fail to like, see that these people that we are uh, refusing to associate with are also human beings too. They are product of their own conditioning as well, yeah. and we even do not see that the, our actions affect them in certain ways because they see it. I mean, if if everybody in a, in a place is avoiding somebody, the other person is going to know that something is happening around me. Yeah. And how do I expect that person to respond to all of these things? I don't know if Josh has any thought about acceptance and tolerance. Yeah, like um, that's that's true. But then that that's not that's not also uh, uh, like not it's it's both like weird and not weird too in the sense that you know you can't have complete tolerance that like tolerance in itself is it could be a paradox because to tolerate you means that I need to accept everything you do but then sometimes you could do some things that will hurt me too uh, you know and then we get to a point that I'll be like you know what it's okay. I know they do again, something like that. So, but then in, in some very broad sense, like we don't even need to necessarily go deep. We, we see that one major thing that has, that has actually connected to poor mental state in many people is like not being accepted. All right. Because that first being, it, it seems like you're ostracized. You, you, you're kind of left, you know, and you feel lonely, and then you feel like, what, what's, what's really happening with you? And humans generally, we are social animals, so we crave interaction with people. We want to, we want to relate with people. Even the lone wolf is a lone wolf for a reason. Maybe because it's not accepted by the pack. Because you want to talk to someone, no matter how bad that is, right? You yeah. still need people to do one or two things. You need help from someone. You can't just do some things by yourself, all you know. But what we see in reality is that we have sections, we have communities. People 
people are like together okay we we are like this we we are like this we we are like this and then they kind of shut people out not trying to accept who they are i mean and that's the problem because people are different and that's the fact and we can all we can't all be the same and the reason why we can't all be the same is not because some people are bad that's why they are different it's because the world is different in many ways the world the world has many fragments that we don't even know all of those things and people are different fragments and we, it just now left to us to be able to reason beyond our 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 circle to the fact that the world is bigger than we think the world is bigger than our our circle is way way bigger and things get you know disordered with time just like you said before and we should be able to accept people no matter who they are you understand and that's one something that really works okay let, let me take uh, let's say religious belief for instance you have people of various religious belief and uh, in some in some sense we are talking about extremists they shun out people from you know other religious sect you know and if you are an unfortunate person and you are the only single person among a whole group of religious people you are done for because nobody wants to associate with you right i mean but that's why I like a, a a culture like yoruba culture given their religious i mean these guys are kind of they believe in different gods but it doesn't matter whether you believe in shongu or Ogun or abatala i mean in the in the what's it called now in the yoruba community they still see themselves as like a community all right even 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 like uh even, even let's say like with the Oba for instance now like if you go, go to let's say Lefe or for instance they do not have a single god in the Lefe, even though they have one Oba. I mean and they've kind of peacefully coexisted for a long while. I mean that's that's what we're talking about uh religion for it. What about way of life? I mean we have a lot of ism ism today, right? Uh, we have if I talk about let's say sexual identification too, we have a lot of them. I mean and most people feel like they are not part of the pack. For instance, if you let, let's say now you you are non-binary in a place like Nigeria, you are, your life is not secured. Right. For one, you might not get job if you if you identify as that. And these are the things we're talking about here. You might not get job as if, if you identify as that. You you might not get somebody to associate with you if you identify as that. And this is the problem. I mean, and I feel that it's something that people should be willing to accept that it has always existed and it, it will always exist. Most people think that if you don't share with people, maybe they will change their mind. No. It makes it worse, actually. It makes it worse. Because in the end, they are humans first. That's what I tried to say before. Before we are any other thing, we are first human. Alright? And I feel that as long as somebody is not like arming people with his way of life, I feel that that's. I, I, I talk about the paradox of tolerance, right? Yeah. We could, we could set limits, but the limits can go as far as anything. As, as long as the person is not I mean you with what he or she believes. I mean if somebody who, who identifies non-binary is not killing you and it's not compelling you to be non-binary as he or she is, okay, maybe as they are, right? <laughs> that is not a problem, I feel. I, I feel that you, you, you can just move on with your life. And if you think that okay you're compared not to maybe share with people, you shouldn't make it worse by stigmatizing these guys. You can just day your day. <laughs> something like that too. and if you think and you should not deprive them of the opportunities they obviously merit because that's what we do also do again we do a lot of criteria and then we kind of throw people away uh, because and you know sometimes we feel like we feel like but yes these people these people have set their rules they've set their rules it's not of their business yes but if everybody's really going to be setting their rules then we are all going to suffer from this yeah. right and then we shouldn't do that because apparently in a secular state like Nigeria, it doesn't matter your religion most times, you can work in many organizations. If you want to really do it, that we want to do it by religion, then most of us might probably not even get job, as the case may be, right? So that, that means that we should be like willing to accept people 
as long as they are they are not compelling you to accept what they think and they're not arming you with what they think I, I i just feel that we should expand our tolerance level to that extent what do you think all right so joshua has made valid points i know one other thing i would like to say is that we should be um very very aware of how we talk to people and treat people because those it go a long way in affecting other people's mental health for example let's say someone is fat yeah and then you hear a lot of comments from people and then a lot of people they, they are in fa- probably family meetings and then family members are asking them that ah, don't you want don't want to share some of this with like constantly reminding them of being fat i know some of these guys actually have been trying to probably lose weight but the weight does not want to leave them you know, there's people like that they actually want to lose weight but the weight is not leaving them and people keep hammering on this thing for people that are slim like myself I don't know if Josh is slim. <laughs> and you know, generally for girls, and you hear comment like joking, Jeoni, you know the job. Why are you this slim? Right. And then we don't we don't know that these comments that we make actually affects these people because they've probably been trying to actually gain weight, but the weight doesn't want to gain. Are you sure that's what you're doing? The weight doesn't want to gain. <laughs> and so we keep asking people funny questions that they have no answers for. Like sometimes, like really mind your business. I mean, Antitiwa said that. Um, it's good skincare routine is minding your business. So sometimes actually mind your business and not comment on people's body size, you know, how, how, how people are like, oh, this, that, and then affecting other people. Like, we should actually be like, it's something we should be conscious of. Like, I feel like a lot of people are not conscious of these things. Like, we make very careless statements and comments, and then end up that start at these same people that are making very careless things will start coming to say they are mental health advocate. And when you are in your own place, you know what you say there. And then, yeah, that's just being very dishonest. Which which is very common in many people. Because once we safeguard our space, we're not caring about the, spaces, the space of others. Which is very bad. I mean, right? We want to safeguard the fact that, oh, please, let me let me be seen. But your actions is making others insane. And you'll be like, well, I don't care. Then, people should not care about yours too. If that's really the way we want to go. And which, which we really need to improve on, honestly. We really do need to do that. Yeah. So, guys, please, let's be... Um, let's be thoughtful. Like, I feel like thoughtfulness is one of the basic... I was telling Josh that um, there's something as basic humanity. Like, we are all humans first. For anything. For anything. Like, there's something as basic... Like, being thoughtful will not take anything from you. At all. Being thoughtful will not make you less Christian or less Muslim or less anything that you are. Yeah. Like, and being thoughtful affects a lot of things. Our actions, the way we speak to people, the way we interact with people. Like, being... The way you even look concerned. at people. Even the way we look at people. Like, I mean, someone says you, you, you just look at them like, ah, you like this, you are doomed. Like, bro, Like, a chill. look is almost enough to make somebody very, very sad. Like, can spoil someone's entire day. Absolutely. I make the person very moody, and then you've affected the person's mental health. Mm-hmm. And then, another thing I would like us to talk about is our society that, I don't know thing that shows me how serious we are about mental health is the fact that suicide is a criminal offense in Nigeria. I've always had issue with that. Like, how is that so? Like, this person that wants to commit suicide clearly needs help. Like, person is crying for help. I feel like when someone is, is, is contemplating suicide, wants to commit suicide, like, there's a cry for help there. And I think another thing we do is classic victimization of them. Something like, mm, yeah. if you are contemplating suicide, no, I would like, I would rather like to hear your story than hearing that you are dead. Well, I don't understand. How does that help? At that, at that point. At that point in time, <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are still pushing them to the, to the. Why are you trying? You are, can you, you are you tripping them? 
Yeah, that's classic guilty. Like, they like are asking somebody that was raped that why did you wear this? Exactly. Or why, why were you walking there? Like, how does that help the person at that particular point? So I, so I feel like those kind of laws that make that criminalizes suicide. Suicide is not nobody says nobody says suicide is a good thing. Suicide is not a good thing. But criminalizing suicide makes it makes all of us look like we do not know what we are doing. Because these people need help. And how many people have actually been prosecuted under the law? It's just like one of those laws that we do not like we don't enforce laws in Nigeria, but it just shows how archaic our legal system is. Absolutely. And then what are even the resources available to help people that have suicidal thoughts and all of those things? Like even in the families, like are people comfortable enough to talk, talk about their issues? Now discussing with Josh too that a lot of times a lot of people just need people that they that just need someone to talk to. And Josh was like, where would they find them? Do you remember your comments on that? Yeah. I just was like, where would they find them? Like, they should find maybe their friends or a community where they can share their problems. Like, I feel like as humans, another thing about basic humanity is like, we should be able to listen to other people. I mean, we had the podcast about um, conversations and how that um, one of the basic ways for conversations is to listen. Like, we have to listen to other people. Because like, when we listen to other people, we know what they are going through. Yep. You know, a lot of people say that we just they wear clothes to say probably away day day everybody body. So we should be able to listen to people and not add to their problems. Like yeah. if I feel like if you cannot solve or provide a solution to somebody's problem, mad that could, don't add to it. That's the least you can do. First, the least do you can do, have... don't add to the person's problems. Absolutely. So if you don't say okay, oh, you know if it help, or you know if you do anything, just the yeah. And I feel that if, if as long as somebody has not like committed a crime under the law and has not killed somebody, I mean I'm using the word killed and has not done any harm in particular, we shouldn't we shouldn't talk to people in a judgmental matter. No matter yeah. how perceived that what they're doing is wrong. I mean I can I can use the whole day to talk about the fact that how you show what the person has done is wrong. I mean the person has not obviously broken the law. I mean yeah. our constitution like that. maybe your personal belief holds that the person is wrong in that particular action. Approaching the person, please, the approach should be okay. I mean, I've seen many people try to proselyte to me in the first. Some have given them audience because of the approach. I mean, you see somebody come to you and like, hey, brother, I'm sorry, can I talk to you for a moment? Almost certainly, I know all you want to tell me. I mean, for instance, because most people that have kind of stopped me are like Christian trying to proselyte. I know what you probably want to tell me. But the approach usually like, wow, captivating. And I can just tell, say, okay, no problem, you can go ahead. If you give me something, I will collect it from you. But then you see some people trying to let you know that if I don't tell you this, you are going to like, hey, bro, chill, calm down. I don't understand. Who are you? Who are like, we know people. Something like that. Many people are, are, are particularly fond of that. I mean, you might want to, you might want to tell people your view your view of uh, your belief your perspective based on whatever you believe in but the first thing you do first is that do not judge them do not stigmatize them i mean that goes a long way messing up their their own head and you will say something like well the truth does not care about feeling yeah the truth does not care about feeling that's the why you have sense to know that to be able to your approach to things should not be like an animal as the case may be I mean, if somebody has committed an offense, that's why we have like justice system to actually kind of deal with that, right? Yeah. Something like that. So you shouldn't be the one to kind of like do junk justice for the person. Maybe in terms of beating the person, in terms of your mouth too, kind of a thing. So that's why I think in that regard too. All right. So we talked a lot about um, 
mental health and mental health issues and what can cause them and all those things. So let's talk about dealing with mental health issues. Like dealing with mental health issues. So how do we then deal with mental health issues? Josh, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I feel that uh, we we can talk to people. That's the best way. Uh, because as station, you when you interact with people, it solves a lot of problems already. I mean, people just want to feel belong, accepted. They just want to feel accepted. And if you can find a community that can accept you, that that can solve hundred percent of the like not hundred percent, like, huge lot of the problem, yeah, right? I mean, I recently spoke to someone, and at the end of the conversation, he was like. I feel really relieved. Like this is the first time I've had this conversation. I've always felt like I'm alone in all of this. It was very recent, like let's say this week. And I was like, phew. <laughs> I mean, I've just like talked for a long time and kind of just told the person. I didn't know that would have kind of solved the whole lot of things. But I actually remember when I was also in a similar position like that. I actually felt like that. There wasn't just some one or two persons to talk to because I felt like nobody around kind of really listened to me in that particular regard. So it was a huge problem. And although I had to go through the entire process myself, I kind of went to, Although I found a little bit of online community that I can interact with, and I feel that's one of the things one or two people can do: try to find people to interact with. And on the other hand, you sh- we ourselves should be willing to be, you know, listen to people, right? You just listen to them. People have a lot of things going through their mind. Alright, and when they kind of see you that they want to talk to you, they have a level of trust in you. That's why they want to talk to you. Don't destroy that. Try to listen to them. Don't just shut them off because you don't necessarily accept what As long as they're not compelling you to do something you don't want to do, right? You just listen to them and just kind of reassure them in the way you can. So that's why I think uh, that can be done in that regard. And if you can afford a professional anyways, I think that's the best thing. <laughs> but do we even have like active mental health or psychologists in this country and are they affordable? That's and that's well, we have. I don't know. I don't know about their affordability. Although there have been a lot of um, mental health advocacy. There's this mental health um, awareness. Uh, now on Twitter. Yeah, on mentally Twitter. aware. Mental, mentally aware. Yeah. So we have like a lot of advocacy groups that are doing a lot of work in this regard for mental health. So as George has said, it's important that um, we seek help. Usually with people that have depression said how you know depression anxiety plays in usual in a mental health issues you know if we are depressed by anything a lot of things can cause depression maybe the loss of a loved one um, problems in school problems at work i mean problems in a relationship you know so a lot of things that we trivialize actually affects people a whole lot yeah. so if if um we have any of these issues please let's seek help let us not just just see that who has just a thing like it is a very serious um, thing that we should take seriously and if, as, even as individuals when we see people that probably have issues with their mental we should not we should not trivialize it and tell them to just be fine yeah, they need help like yeah. they need help like if you can talk to them go close to them and even offer some help like some people would just appreciate it if you are just there with okay. them yeah. or probably they need to do something and you are able to help them to assist them in any way you can that will go a long way in even improving their mental health so guys here is a wrap on today's episode so we hope that um, as we've talked about this that we are better people we are more thoughtful in our words and in our actions and that we even listen to other people to even hear them and hear them voice out their concerns voice out whatever thing is affecting them so guys I give a the G ciao Thank you.